Life Spring number 122. Go. What's up? I've got some important stuff today. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I got some important stuff to talk to you about today, and uh, it's not going to be like a regular show. It's going to be just a little bit. Di- well, no, it's going to be quite a bit different. But uh, it's something that I've been thinking about for quite some time. And uh, well, what I have to say today needs to be said. So what I'm going to do is we're going to get right to it, and I'm going to start with a song from my good friend Waba. So here it is. Saying out of a sinner. 
Waba. Yeah, so uh, I've been thinking about this for a while, but uh, today's the day. The title of this episode is Go. I should say Go. <laughs> it's a question. At least the, the, the title is. I got a couple of questions for you. You think a believer should have standards? With whom and with what should we be identified? We meaning believers. I mean, after all, Jesus uh, hung out with sinners, right? If he did, and we know that he did, do you think that he followed their lead or was it the other way around? People say that God loves everyone, which is absolutely true, and that we should leave it up to him to show them their errors if we're hanging with people who we think are sinning. They said, well, you know, don't don't judge. Isn't that right? We're just supposed to love them and accept them. What do you think of that? But how far does that go? When does the mindset of loving them and accepting them, when does that mindset move from being loving and compassionate to being an impotent and ineffective believer? When do we become laughingstocks? And worse yet, when do we cross the line from being loving and accepting to encouraging and endorsing? People say that we're not supposed to judge. Is that true? We've all heard it, right? Thou shalt not judge not lest you be judged. That's the one that people throw up all the time. Well, if if it's true that we're not supposed to judge, then what do we do about this scripture from the New Testament book of Galatians, 6th chapter? It says, Brothers, if someone is caught in a sin... You who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks he is doing something when he is... I'm sorry, I read that wrong. If anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Each one should test his own actions. Then... He can take pride in himself without comparing himself to somebody else. For each one should carry his own load. There's a couple of points in there. It says, brothers, if if someone is caught in a sin, well, right there, that means that we are supposed to discern sin. And then it says, you who are spiritual should restore him gently, but watch yourself or you may also be tempted. If anyone thinks he's something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. So, Just because a person says, wait a minute, I recognize sin over there, doesn't mean that he should then take on the attitude that, well, hey, I'm better than that other guy over there. That guy's sinning and I'm not. That's the scripture says, don't do that. Okay, it says, but watch yourself or you may also be tempted. But based on that scripture and some others, there comes a time when a believer has to recognize sin and call it for what it is. 
I mean, there's no getting around it. It's black and white right there. Now, sin. What is sin? Sin is missing the mark. Sin is is uh, falling short of what God calls us to be or to do. Okay? Well, so based on this scripture, it looks to me like when I see sin, I'm supposed to do something about it. Judge not means that I should not presume to be the one who says, you should go to hell for that sin. I'm not saying, you have judged, therefore this should happen to you. That is what judging is, and that is not my job, (laughs) and it's not yours. The only one who has that particular responsibility is God himself. But we do need to be able to recognize sin when we see it. And it's okay even to confront someone, especially a brother, a fellow believer, when we see that they are in a, in, a, in a condition of being sinful. This is not a very popular thing to be saying, i got to tell you. I've gotten flack a few times from some people uh, when I say things how I see them. But that's what I have to do when I see something that I believe the, the Bible is very clear about, I, I can't compromise on it. Matter of fact, there's a, there's a great artist from the 80s. His name is Keith Green. He recorded an album called No Compromise. A lot of good stuff on there. And I was so tempted to take one of those songs and use it in tonight's show. But of course, <laughs> that would be compromising because it would be using RIAA music. So can't do that but it, well, I was tempted I have to confess <laughs> all right okay Steve where are you going with this stuff what is the point Steve well here's the point if you have been listening to the life spring show for very long you have heard me endorse GoDaddy as a great place to get domain names and hosting hopefully if you've heard them enough When you hear GoDaddy, you think of LifeSpring and LS1, LS2, and LS3. Now, at least in some people's minds, I have wanted you to think of LifeSpring and GoDaddy all at the same time. Like um, Adam Curry and his belch. You know, those of you that listen to the daily source code, right? As soon as I said that, you know exactly what you were thinking. You were thinking, Senseo right? It's all tied in. Well, I've been trying very desperately since I started with the GoDaddy spots on the show. I think that was, um, I think they started in March of last year. So all that time I've been, you know, trying to get you to think of GoDaddy when you think of hosting and think of LifeSpring when you think of GoDaddy and it all works real well. I got to say, overall, I've been really happy with the idea of having GoDaddy as a sponsor of the show. I've been a GoDaddy customer for many years, long before podcasting was a gleam in either Adam Curry or Dave Weiner's eyes. So it was really easy to endorse them, and I was honored that they would sponsor this show. I really was. So, it is with 
some disappointment that I have told Podshow that I no longer wish to have the Lifespring family of podcasts involved in the GoDaddy advertising campaign. So let me take you through the process that I've been through in coming to this decision. Now, you know, if you're not at all interested in this, uh, if you're not interested in GoDaddy, um, I don't know what to tell you. Um, you might want to listen to the show to see how I you know, came about this. But if not, then, you know, hit next on your iPod or on your computer, what have you, and, and move along. But uh, I hope you don't. I'd, I'd like you to stick around. Because I, I, I think that what I have to say kind of kind of goes along. It, 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 this is not just for LifeSpring. This can be a life lesson. Maybe. I don't know. Let me, let me take you through it. It all started with last year's Super Bowl. You know, you probably know that GoDaddy ran an ad featuring their very voluptuous GoDaddy girl in a really a, a pretty overtly seductive manner. Okay? Those of you that saw it, it's in your head right now. Now, before we go too far, let me say that I am not somebody who thinks that the human body is anything but a wonderful gift from God. He invented the human form. He himself said that it was good. He wired us men to react when we see a beautiful woman. That's all part of the wiring. But because of the fall that took place all those many years ago in the Garden of Eden, things got corrupted. But essentially, or mainly, God invented the human body. And it's good. I'm not a prude. I have nothing at all against nudity or even sexuality between a husband and a wife. It's good. That's the way God designed it. I mean, sex is good. God designed that between a husband and a wife. Okay? The issue, though, is the between a husband and a wife type thing. Listen, in Proverbs chapter 5, that's in the Old Testament, I'm going to read for you 23 verses, so please hang in with me and, and, and uh, listen up. It says, My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen well to my words of insight. By the way, for those that don't know, Proverbs is a book of Proverbs, but it's a book of wisdom. It's a book of teaching. Just some good teaching on things that are foolish, things that are wise, things that are good, things that are bad. So, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen well to my words of insight, that you may maintain discretion, and your lips may preserve knowledge. For the lips of an adulteress drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as gall, sharp as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. She gives no thought to the way of life. Her paths are crooked, but she knows it not. Now then, my sons, listen to me. Do not turn aside from what I say. Keep to a path far from her. Do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your best strength to others and your years to no one, or and your years to one who is cruel. 
lest strangers feast on your wealth and your toil enrich another man's house. At the end of your life, you will groan. When your flesh and body are spent, you will say, How I hated discipline, how my heart spurned correction. I would not obey my teachers or listen to my instructors. I've come to the brink of utter ruin in the midst of the whole assembly. The teaching continues. He says, Drink water from your own cistern, running water from your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, your streams of water in the public squares? Let them be yours alone, never to be shared with strangers. May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breasts satisfy you always. May you ever be captivated by her love. Why be captivated, my son, by an adulteress? Why embrace the bosom of another man's wife? For a man's ways are in full view of the Lord, and he examines all his paths. The evil deeds of a wicked man ensnare him. The cords of his sin hold him fast. He will die for lack of discipline, led astray by his own great folly. Now, the teacher here is, is teaching in metaphors, right? You, you, you pick that up, right? You're bright. He's saying, listen, be satisfied. Be um, involved with your own wife, not with someone else. Because that path leads to destruction. The scripture clearly teaches that lusting after someone other <clears throat> excuse me, lusting after someone other than your wife is not God's plan. You say, no, Steve, this says don't embrace the bosom of another man's wife. It doesn't say anything about just looking. Really? Listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 5. He says, you have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Jesus here is talking about the importance of the, of the temptation that comes through sight and how serious it is. Now listen. Jesus was not, and I am not, advocating blinding yourself here. Don't go out and gouge out your eye. He was clearly speaking of the condition of your heart here, and gouging out your eye will not bring cleansing to your heart. Only Jesus can do that. The point is this. The GoDaddy spots are designed to ignite the fires of lust in the heart of the viewers. That's point number one. That's what the GoDaddy spots are, are made to do. Now, if it were just for this point, I could probably have continued to have GoDaddy on the show because they do have good deals and they take care of their customers. And yes, even though they had the bad ads, they were also sponsoring the spreading of the good news right here with the LifeSpring family of podcasts. So they were doing the bad things, but they were also doing something very good. I doubt that you could find a company that is perfect in its corporate behavior. This is one of the things I, I thought about and I struggled with. Even if I took no ads and only accepted donations from individuals to help me with costs and so forth, where would I draw the line there? Could I only accept donations from sinless people? <laughs> of course, that would not work. 
because there's no one around who can meet that particular criterion. So then I was okay then with the, if you want to use the word compromise. But there's point number two. And for me, this is the one that cinched it. I saw a couple of videos that had Bob Parsons, the founder and CEO of GoDaddy, in him. One was a video of the press conference that he had to announce the Super Bowl campaign for this year. And during this press conference, the point was brought up that some people found last year's Super Bowl ad offensive. And they complained to GoDaddy about that. Well, here, listen to this clip. Listen to this clip. Each and every year, you know, we I hear from, you know, when the ad runs, I hear from many people who like it. And I hear from a very vocal minority that uh, wishes uh, our commercials, you know, would be very forgettable. Now, that's not true. And that very vocal minority always says, OK, we're going to leave your company. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We never experience any deterioration in our customer base. All right. So that that hurt when he said that. Okay, it hurt for a couple of reasons. One reason is that he's saying that the people who made the complaints were all talk and no action. They said, we're out of here. But in the end, they stick around. He says they're wusses, basically. Okay, so now for the other reason that the clip hurt. And this one, this this hurts, hurts to say it hurts to admit it. I was one of those people. When I first saw the very first Super Bowl ad, I said, I am going to find another web host. I will not do business with these people anymore. But then, as so often happens with most of us, I decided that it was just too much hassle to make a switch. I've got lots of domain names through GoDaddy and several websites, including, of course, back then it didn't include this, but, well, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, it did. Think Now that I think about it, all the LifeSpring Family Podcast show notes pages are at GoDaddy. And I, I figured, oh man, that is really going to be a hassle. So I was one of the complainers, but when it came down to it, I wussed out. As I said, they really do do a good job as a hosting company and as a registrar. So I was lulled back into complacency. Okay, but listen to this clip. The male audience at the company, uh, 94% sharply approves. You know, there's a small percent that doesn't, and I, I think secretly they still approve. All right. Now, that's the one that made me angry. In this one, Bob Parsons is saying that either we are liars, those that say we disapprove, or we're hypocrites, or we're both. That really made me angry. Really really angry. If I tell you that I disapprove of your ad, Bob Parsons, don't tell me that in secret I do approve of it. You don't know me. Now, during the Super Bowl game this last weekend, when the GoDaddy spots came on, I switched to another channel because I did not want to be a part of having my teenage boys see it. Now, I'm not so stupid as to think that I can protect them from this junk, but I don't have to be a participant in exposing them to it either. Then I got to thinking, if I can't even let my own sons see the ads of the company that is advertising on my shows, why do I have them on the show? Why do I put up with it? 
Then today, as I was wrestling through all of this, I thought, okay, maybe, maybe I'm being too hard-nosed. I mean, after all, I didn't even see the spot. Maybe it wasn't as bad this year as it was last year. Okay, so I'm trying to give it every opportunity. So I watched the spot online. And guess what? It wasn't as bad. Not so bad. It was not as bad as last year's ad. So then I got to thinking, well, maybe I should just forget it. Let it go. At least maybe sleep on it some more. Pray about it some more. Seek the counsel of some trusted godly friends. I mean, after all, GoDaddy is the only sponsor that I have on the LifeSpring show. It's not a whole lot of money, but I am praying that somehow this podcasting thing will uh, support the family someday. I mean, the arthritis that I have is making it harder and harder to to do my regular day job. It really is. So, you know, it's uh, something I'm hoping to put a little money behind, you know, uh, aside, save up, retire someday, maybe. So maybe I should just, just shut up about it. Then I saw that GoDaddy had some other internet-only ads. So I was curious as to what those ads were. I watched one. In it, one of the actors is portraying some sort of a business decision-maker who is struggling with the idea of whether or not to accept GoDaddy advertising. Does that sound familiar? He's sitting at a desk in a high-rise office building. He looks very much the businessman in a gray suit, tie, short hair parted on the side. He's talking to a couple of younger guys on the other side of the desk who are, you know, real cool looking, you know, cool, you know, hair and, you know, clothes and, you know, obviously, you know, hip kind of guys. (laughs) Just behind them and facing the businessman is a big window that looks outside. So as he's talking about GoDaddy to these guys saying, you know, GoDaddy has a bit of a reputation. Not sure if I want to accept their advertising, yada, yada, yada. One of the younger guys brings out a remote control device which controls a window washing platform outside. You've seen those, you know, it's kind of a a platform type thing that goes up and down on the side of the building and they wash the windows. You know what I'm talking about. So with this remote, this young guy lowers the platform so that the businessman can see that the GoDaddy girl is outside on the platform, and she begins to clean the window in a very provocative manner. Well, of course, he's watching her and kind of stumbling over his, his, his thoughts about GoDaddy. He's talking about how, you know, they have good deals and yada, yada. But he's getting really distracted by this girl out there. And then, just as he's about to, you think anyway, make the decision that no, we're not going to go with GoDaddy, the young guy makes the, the platform go back up so he can't see him. And then, he slides the remote across the desk to the businessman. Kind of as if to say, do you really want her to go away? All you got to do is push this button and she'll come back down. 
You know, that's, that's the implied thought there. At that point, a graphic comes up on the screen with the GoDaddy logo for a few seconds. And then, after you have, you've had enough time to read the, you know, the advertising on the logo, you come back into the office. But now, the man is right next to the window, and he's brought the GoDaddy girl back down. And it's pretty obvious that he wants her. This commercial, to me, was an absolute, and excuse me for this, parental warning here if you have your kids listening, which you're probably not at this point anyway because of the content here. But anyway, excuse me for this. This was Bob Parsons with a great big F you to me and others who have voiced their objections to GoDaddy's ads. It is just a commercial form of those clips that I played for you where he says, yeah, they, they really like it. You say you don't like them, but you'll come around. You're weak. Your standards don't mean anything. That's exactly what he, that ad is saying to me. So, listen, Bob Parsons, my standards do mean something. And as far as I am concerned, Lifespring and GoDaddy are through. I will live up to the contract, but the second it expires, GoDaddy is off the show.
So as soon as humanly possible, all my websites are going to be moved elsewhere. <laughs> if anybody out there knows of a good, reliable, and affordable hosting company and domain registrar, email me, please, at steve.lifespring at gmail.com. And also pray that the Lord will bring another good sponsor that are, that's more closely aligned with this show and with you, my listener. Thank you so much for your support. I really, really appreciate it. Okay, so now let's lighten things up just a little bit. Maybe we can do that, okay? <laughs> uh, tomorrow I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah, Timothy, my youngest boy, and the host of the <laughs> LifeSpring Weekly Dose, is uh, going with, uh, with his school to Disneyland to perform. He's in the uh, choir at school, and they're going to perform at Disneyland. So I'm pretty proud. So the lovely lady Leanne and I are taking tomorrow off. Well, we're going to work in the morning, and then we're going to go out to Disneyland and spend the rest of the day with Tim. So we're pretty excited about that. Okay, uh, website of the week. Something we started last week. I really believe in families playing games together. And I'm not talking about Nintendo or PlayStation or anything else. I'm talking about board games where you sit around a table and you roll the dice or you get the cards out or, or what have you. There's a great website. I'll put a link on the show notes page that talks about how to have a family game night. It's at fun.familyeducation.com, but then there's a lot of stuff behind it as well. So just go to lifespringpodcast.com, click on the Lifespring uh, icon, and uh, check out the, the link there. Now, family-friendly podcast. You've heard me talk about them before, but this week, Ron, over at Griddle Cakes Radio, his episode, S2... Zero one one is absolutely one of the best podcasts I have ever heard, and I've listened to a lot of them since podcasting began. He did a, a he, the, the griddle sode. That's what he calls them. It's not an episode; it's a griddle sode. The griddle sode this week or last week is actually when it came out was about the anniversary of the shuttle exploding. Or that's actually what, it, it, it wasn't really about the anniversary of it, it was about it. Ron is an engineer, and he was with a bunch of engineers when it happened. And, you know, I have not cried over that explosion since it happened. Until last week when I listened to that episode. That episode is so good that I recommend it with, out of five stars, I recommend it with about 25 stars. You got to go see it. You got to go listen to it. It's at griddlecakes.com. I'll have a link to it as well. But you owe it to yourself. And if you have kids that maybe weren't around when that happened, they probably weren't, they should listen to this. It's an absolutely stunning show. That's um, Griddle Cakes Radio. And it's episode S2011. It's called The Shoulders of Giants. All righty. So those are the uh, recommendations this week. Well, thank you for hanging in there with me today. I really, really, really appreciate it. If you want to send comments or questions or reactions or criticisms or anything else, <laughs> send them to steve.lifespring at gmail.com. If you want to phone in a comment, which I really encourage you to do, 206-350-CALL, 
205-206-3530-CALL. Don't forget the LifeSpring Family Forum. You can get there by going to LifeSpringPodcast.com. You'll see a place there to click on it. It takes you right to the forum. I encourage you to go do that. Don't forget the LifeSpring Family Bible. We're reading through the Bible in a year, and I've got lots of other shows that you can listen to at LifeSpringPodcast.com. Thank you so much for being there. Thank you for being a part of the family. Thank you for being my friend. Have a great week. God bless you. And I'm Steve Webb. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast.